This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. It is always such a pleasure to talk to this guy on the phone because usually he plays an instrument in the background or does something crazy, and we love him. Chris Jansen <laughs> is with us. Good morning, Chris. I could do that for you, actually. I have a harmonica sitting right here. You just give me one second. Dude, Chris Chance, I mean, you literally are. <laughs> you are one of the more talented guys in country music. It'd be easier to name the instruments you don't play as Thank opposed you. to listing them all off here. Hey, man, music is my thing. And if you ask me to go out here and build you a house, <laughs> I mean, I could maybe build you like a, a janky looking tree house, but <laughs> I can't, I mean, I mean, I can't build a house, but I can write you a song that buys a house. So, I just have a thing about me. The creative side of me uh, takes over. For instance, I love to hunt and fish. You know that. I'm a Bass Pro guy. I love conservation. I love outdoors. I love that lifestyle. And if I weren't doing music, I'd probably be doing that. But, heck, I just I just do what God has given me, which is uh, use the talents he's given me to the best of my abilities. And hopefully, hopefully, God willing, those talents can bless someone. Absolutely. We got Chris Jansen here on the phone with us. Yeah, and for your love of music and playing instruments, how old were you when you picked up your first instrument, and what was it? Nine. I was the guitar. I wanted to learn the song Keep Your Hands to Yourself by the Georgia Satellite. <laughs> and so uh, I got a guitar from Lawn Mowing Money and learned to play it. And I learned that song, and then like the next week I learned drums and and bass, which is basically guitar, and then all these things. Just, I just that's it. That's how I became a musician. Nine years old. And then the next month, you started your own band because you had everything. <laughs> I actually did. I, that's no no joke. I did start my own band that year, and uh, by the time I was ten years old, I, you know, I've never had another job. My real job has always been music. I've always made money and a living since I was nine, ten years old playing music. Always. Very cool. And it started by cutting grass. You bought a guitar. Then you used the guitar to buy yourself a boat. And then you used that boat yeah. to be pulled by a truck through the snow. Dude, you want all extreme and yeet in that thing. Tell me about how you ended up tying that boat to the back of a truck. That's awesome that you saw that. Thank you, man. Yeah, well, when you got you got little rascal kids running around all the time, Daddy, take me to the snow. Daddy, take me to the snow. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, they wanted to put the plastic sled behind the truck and pull it around the farm field, which is it's pretty safe. It's flat out there. And so I said, all right, so uh, let me do you one better. Let me get in the tracker boat, um, like the song talks about. <laughs> flat and bottom. And I just got in that tracker boat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, a, it's the old school welded one, you know, the good one. And so uh, we put it back there and tied the rope to it, tied a, a horse lead rope to it, and uh we just had a ball, and we did it for hours. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, because you were in the heat. And yeah, no <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in there. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. I was in there enjoying some Hank Jr., smoking a cigar, <laughs> doing my deal, <laughs> pulling my kids around in freezing temperatures. You know, just being a good parent. <laughs> okay, dad. I got to know, though, while you guys were all having a blast, what did Mom Kelly have to say about this? Oh, her redneck self was videoing out the window. <laughs> she was, she was videoing out the window laughing. No, hey, you know, she is fabulous and uh, and really a great spouse and a fun wife and a fun friend, actually, and a cool mom, you know. So she uh, she's really good with our kids and I really appreciate her very much on every aspect. She's a great muse for the song, the hit song, All I Need Is You, but 
more than that, I mean, she did keep checking about every five minutes going, please be careful. Oh, my God, please be careful. <laughs> I'm sure. And, of course, Jesse's like, Je- Jesse's like, hey, we got to get my friends over here. <laughs> hey, can I stand up? Hey, can you just pull me with my boots on? I'm like, no, <laughs> oh God. He's, that kid's a carbon copy of me now, seriously. I mean, when I was a kid, just probably like y'all, our dads and granddads and uncles and, and drunk cousins were pulling us on car hoods. Remember those days? Exactly, yeah. yes. That's the redneck life. I love it. Well, we're going to be able to see Chris in all his glory coming up. He's going to be at Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester this month on February the 16th. Uh, tickets are still available, but they're going fast. So get on out there and see him. And one last thing I've got to ask you, Chris Jansen, because you are as country as the day is long. How on God's green earth is your middle name Pierre? That is a great question, man. I don't have any idea. And that is the God's honest truth. I'm like, cool. You couldn't have just picked like Jeremy or just <laughs> Lee or just something, just something normal and American. We had to have some, we had to have something that nobody can pronounce, nobody can spell. And everybody's like, what in the heck is your name? <laughs> Fancy. Well, we'll see you at Lori's Roadhouse. Christopher Pierre Jansen, thank you for joining us this morning, buddy. Thank y'all, man. Appreciate you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. I'm sitting here looking across the studio console at my friend Statman over here. And he's eating something at this uh, very early hour of the morning. First of all, there's a big jar of peanuts next to you. I, I eat the most random things because I'm a dad. And I can't let food go bad. So what are you <laughs> eating? You're dipping something. I can't see yeah. because of your computer. Yeah, it, It's a cheese dip with pretzels. It's those little packs that you put in your kids' lunches. Uh, my kids wanted them like at the beginning of the school year or sometime, and then they never ate them. And I'm like, these things are going to go bad. So yeah, I'm You're- dipping my little pretzel sticks and my little cheese troughed. So that is your and- that's your breakfast today. Yeah. Uh- yeah, that and peanuts that they also thought they wanted that now I'm eating. That's a full jar of planter's peanuts. So <laughs> your girls, Stacy and Jane, they go to the store and they see all this stuff. And they're like, yes, I want that. And then it turns out that they don't want it. Yeah, pomegranates. I, th- oh, that's geez. never been in my diet, but I'm eating those avocados. They love to get avocados, but nobody likes to cut them up, even though it's like the easiest vegetable to do. Yeah. But uh, you're taking a bullet and eating fruit. these things. Now, yeah. you said you bought them at the yeah, start I, of the school year. I think. I don't know. They've been around for a while. The pretzels are actually a little soft. Have you checked the expiration date? Oh, on? boy. It's on the bottom. All right. Oh, no. Uh, oh, shoot. They expired in June of 2023. Yeah, maybe it was oh. the school year before that. Yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> the pretzels that are going to get you. It might be that cheese you're dipping oh my them in. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. So, But you're taking a bullet. You just waste not, want not is what your philosophy is. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to eat them. As a, <laughs> soft now. There's as no a parent. To them. But every parent listening right now can identify with these kids that, you know, they, they oh, I want that. Uh, a few years ago, I remember Dara wanted these seaweed cracker things. And we and we got them at Costco, so we got a tremendous amount of them. Oh, I've had those too. She came home and ate like two of them. Were like I, I could tell she was never going to eat them again. Well, they were horrible. And I, and I tried them. I thought, well, I can't let this go to waste. No, I can. Yeah, they I, were like salty. It tasted like the ocean. It was terrible. A polluted seedy. ocean. I, I even crumbled <laughs> them up and threw them out for the birds and the squirrels, and they gave me like the stink eye. Like, what are you doing? Put the seed out here, man. Oh. That's what we do as dads, man. (laughs) That's what we have to do. We're garbage disposals. (laughs) More of the 
Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, joined by Devin from Ellesmere KY. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. So our boy Statman over here is uh, trying to eat stuff that his girls decided they didn't want to eat. And he's got some little snack sticks with cheese. You dip them in this morning, and he's eating them. Did you hear that? Yes. All right. When did my breakfast expire? June of 23. That's right. June 9th, 2023. I don't think I was able to eat them before they went bad. And do you agree with me, Devin? I don't think it's the little pretzel sticks that's going to get him. It's probably that cheese. Oh, yeah, that cheese is going to come out nicely. I don't know. It, this is like government cheese. It'll it'll withstand a nuclear bomb, I think. <laughs> we'll see. Well, Devin, congrats for paying attention this morning. Uh, for your efforts, you're going to get a four-pack of tickets to see the Cincinnati Cyclones take on the Fort Wayne Comets this Saturday night at Heritage Bank Center. That is awesome. My birthday's next week, so... Go celebrate. Early present, okay. yeah. Uh, Statman's got a few more packs of those uh, expired pretzel and cheese dip <laughs> things if you'd like some for your birthday. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it is a 632. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, guys, it's Bruno Five Statman with Big Dave's Unlucky Hat. And here we are in Newport where they're building that new entertainment place. There's going to be some live music here eventually. But first, we got to dispose of this horrible, cursed hat. And that giant drill right there just drilled down 100 feet. And that's where this hat is going down the hole. Then we're going to cram it full of rebarb and then fill it with concrete. <laughs> B105, <laughs> the Big Dave Show. That actually happened in 29, what is now the Megacorp Pavilion. The next time you're there, just remember that an extremely unlucky new Bengals ball cap I had bought that I wore and they got their butts kicked by the Steelers. So the next day we buried it in concrete there. Yes, just like we buried the ugly past Bengals. The 2019 is when that happened. Wow, that's hard to believe. Yeah, that was a horrible Monday night football game. I think we all still are feeling the sadness of that, but not not now because that curse ended and look who we have now. We yep. went to the Super Bowl. We got rid of the ugliness. It's buried for future generations to find, but that brings us to a story that is going around once again here with the Kansas City Chiefs heading to the Super Bowl because we all know the Super Bowl is going to be at Allegiant Stadium there in Las Vegas. Now, one of the uh, big rivals of the Chiefs throughout the year, they've been in the years, have been in the same division as was the then Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders and that's where they play. So back in 2017, when they were building Allegiant Stadium, this guy named Gerard DaCosta, big Chiefs fan, was on the uh, construction crew there. A picture went out of them burying a Chiefs flag, a Kansas City Chiefs flag that said Chiefs Kingdom on it. So supposedly it was buried in dirt, much like my hat, and encased in concrete in the foundation, the bottom part of what was going to be Allegiant Stadium. And they actually say that's why the Chiefs have always won in that stadium. Well, that's what's going on. And now the Chiefs are going to be playing in the Super Bowl there. Oh, and they're boy. all up in arms. Now, you go back to when this first started circulating and the then president of the Las Vegas Raiders contacted the construction foreman, Tommy White, because they were all worked up about it. We can't have a Chiefs flag that says Chiefs Kingdom buried under where we play to see if it really happened. And White said it did not happen. Oh, really? Because DaCosta brought in the flag and said it was all a hoax. But my thoughts on that are maybe it really is there and they just went out and bought a new flag. 
Because they mean, don't want to have to dig it up if I they did I, put it there? Well, I don't know. Or just they're just trying to squash the rumor there and uh, still keep the flag there. But, I mean, it's not hard to go by. How do you know that's the same flag? They all look the same. Good point. I it, mean, so you could buy it in the gift shop in the Chiefs Stadium? Yeah. Buy it on Amazon right now. Let's see. I'll, I'll look it up here. Uh, yeah, seventeen ninety nine. That's the so they could it could totally still have that flag underneath the the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium there, and it, the Chiefs are you know got a little good luck charm. By the way, uh, DaCosta, the huge Chief fan that might have buried the flag, is uh, hoping to make it to the Super Bowl uh, next Sunday in Vegas, where they say he pulled off the biggest bluff in Chiefs history seven years ago. Or did he? Or did he? <laughs> I think he should be getting free tickets if you ask me. Come on, Come on. Chief. Oh, Step it up, man. Kelsey, Mahomes, somebody give this guy some tickets. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. This morning we've got Brian who has got the first date blues in our uh, Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. <laughs> so you had a first date. And you thought it went okay, but it turns out something you did on it has caused her to completely cut off communication with you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I have a good idea of what it might be, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh -oh. All right, let's have it. So, first date, took her out, uh, went to a nice restaurant. I went ahead and uh, ordered my steak, and uh, she ordered hers. She ordered her steak well done. Oh, so, come on. Eh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I took it too far, but when she ordered that, I kind of made fun of her a little bit. You know, I was like, hey, you know, you know, who orders their, their steak well done? I mean, what are you, 12 years old? I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, steak is never tastes as good when it's well done. I mean, everyone knows that. And probably four minutes into talking about that. But after that, you know what I'm saying, we just want to continue with our, with our date. But I'm thinking... Maybe she hasn't spoke to me because of me mentioning that, but I'm not for sure. But do you, do you think I'm wrong for mentioning that or not? Do you think it's something that I maybe crossed the line or something? I, I, I don't know. Did you say you spent about four minutes on this subject with her? <laughs> I, you know what? I probably... It went a little bit longer than when I should this. <laughs> I was going to say, because you know what? I will gladly start a stopwatch right now, and I'll let you know when it gets to four minutes, and then you can put yourself in her chair and go, my God, I've listened to this yeah, for four minutes. Kind of grilling her. <laughs> yeah, More than her steak was done. The, the, the topic was well done as well. So, how, Brian, did you order your steak? Oh, medium rare. Okay. Why do you care how she got hers prepared? I don't know. I think it says a lot about a person. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the way you order your steak to me is like it sums you up as a person. So oh the, the sum of a man or a woman comes down to how, <laughs> how they, they order their steak. steak cooked. <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, if someone orders their steak well done, to me, it just makes me know that they're they're lazy. <laughs> they're lazy. They might be lazy. <laughs> you know, they might not be smart. Maybe not smart. Oh, and smart. whoa. <laughs> you didn't say this to her, did you? Oh, whoa. I, in so many words. I didn't know. I didn't know what to tell her. I was just, I was kind of thrown off by it because she seemed so elegant. Like she lost her elegance when she ordered it. Oh, wow. Okay. She didn't get like ketchup to, on the side, did she? Oh, I would have left. I would have walked off. I would have left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is hard to like, if somebody I'm with, if they order a steak well done, 
to put myself in your shoes, am I not going to say something? I probably would. Oh, you'd say something I'd 100%. Be like, really? But That's who you are? I don't know if you'd go four minutes worth of something. And by the way, Brian, right now as we speak, uh, we're at a minute 45 since oh, I wow. started the stopwatch. <laughs> so you are still going for another two minutes and 15 seconds about her state, just so you know at this point. I feel horrible now that you mentioned it. I was, it must have felt like an hour to her. Okay. Like but, a, but you're not trying to get a second date here. You obviously are just wondering if, if you're in the reason, wrong. And I, and I think I pinpointed the reason. I think that has to be because everything else was, was nice. Everything was great. But that right there, maybe I don't want a second date with her. Maybe she's doing me a favor. I'm starting oh. to think that. All right, let's oh. see. As we cross the uh, two minutes and 15 second threshold of uh, Brian's steak sermon to this poor young lady, Stat, where are you at? Uh, I don't blame you for saying something. I mean, it, it's like right in front of you. It's an obvious thing. It's kind of silly. Uh, I think it just goes to show you guys were not compatible for each other. Maybe on the next date, you, you don't go four minutes in on it. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I guess I'm on her team. Uh, you're not getting a second date, but that, that's for sure. Yeah. If I can't grill the person that I'm either dating or with, like whether I'm what they eat, how they talk, like if we can't have a back and forth, it's not going to work. So your date's going to be well done by the end after you're done <laughs> grilling them? I mean, I think we should have like a cadence, like together, yeah, right? Yeah. Obviously, y'all weren't on that vibe. I'm going to be on your team. I think she did you a favor. She's not your person. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, three minutes and 40 seconds now. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Still going there. Just letting you know. Um, I. It's tough because I get it. Maybe she's a little sensitive about it. But I think you could have shortened your uh, steak sermon by about three minutes and 45 seconds to about 15 seconds and left it alone. And who knows? Maybe one day at your wedding, you'd be standing up saying with a glass, you know, the first time we went out and you ordered your steak, well done. I thought, who is this girl? But it turns out I learned to love her anyway. But uh, so I'm going with I'm going with her on this one. But let's see what our B105, let's see what our B105 audience says at seven four nine B105 and also through the app. Okay, we'll see. All right, best of luck, Brian. And uh, if she does yeah. get back in touch with you after this, please let us know. I'll, you know what? I will. I will. I doubt it. Yeah, we're, we do too. <laughs> seven thirty one. <laughs> The Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? We heard from Brian, who went on a first date with a young lady who ordered her steak well done. And this appalled him to the point where he teased her and made fun of her for four minutes about it. And guess what? Now she's not calling him back. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, we all sided with the girl on this one and uh, lots of people want to pile on here. Uh, Christy in New Richmond, you say you're on her side. Why is that? I'm in my 40s and I love my steak. Well done. I don't want it mooing at me while I'm eating. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Have you ever had it any other way? I will never eat it any other way. If they bring it to me and it has a little bit of pink on it, it goes right straight back. Please tell me you don't put ketchup on it, too. No, I don't do the ketchup. I do A1. A1. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. Thanks for the call, Christy. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You too. MJ from Villa Hills says this guy, Brian, is undateable. Why is that? Hey, Dave, I know that you ask callers to call in after the fact, but yeah. I had to stop listening to him. There was no way I could listen to him <laughs> ramble for four minutes about his date and her steak. 
<laughs> I mean, the fact that he thinks that his dates ordering a steak is a mark of her intelligence, that just shows his stupidity. Yeah, we wow. got a Laura coming through the B105 app. She says, glad she got a free steak dinner out of his shallowness. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Carissa says, now we know why Brian is single. <laughs> and he will stay single if he keeps this up. <laughs> Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Oh, now we actually have somebody in Delhi, Steve, who is on Team Brian. Why is that? I'm, I'm with Brian because, good Lord, who wants a steak? Well done. But saying that, I can still see her point that let her order it the way she wants. Have a nice evening. And if that's cause enough, don't make a second date. Gotcha. You know, go on with your life. Our friend Brenda the Pie Lady wants to weigh in here. What you got, Brenda? Okay, I don't understand why it's such a big deal to him how she eats a steak, for one. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, and, he's not eating it. It's hers. He's not eating it. That's right. And it, And another thing is... I like my steak medium well to well done. I just I just don't think it's anybody's idea how you eat your meat. Eat too far. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brenda. You guys have a good day. Love you. Love you too, girl. I'm with her, says Karen. It's only a steak for Lord's sakes. <laughs> if he's that obsessive about how she likes her steak, what else will he be obsessing about next? I would have dumped him too. Ooh, it, overwhelmingly, it looks like people are on her side. But Nick here has to weigh in and say, Jeffrey Dahmer also liked his steak well done. She may be a serial killer. Stop. You dodged a bullet, bro. Stop, stop that. <laughs> Don't compare this lady to him, for God's sake, Nick. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Well, we got the Super Bowl coming up, and uh, at this time of the year, I'm always amazed at some of the great stories that come out where NFL organizations, different teams find great ways to give away their Super Bowl tickets. Even if the team's not going, they get tickets, and they can give them away to deserving folks. And in South Florida, there's no one more deserving than Mary Martinez. Uh, she is a fifth grade teacher there at Pinecrest Elementary School in Pinecrest, Florida. And she is a huge fan of the Miami Dolphins. And in her classroom, she has found really fun and creative ways to incorporate football into her lessons. Oh, fun. You know, using a yards, how many yards this player had in a game or how many more he needs for math and reading plays for English assignments and doing all kinds of geography from where where the teams are located. How much like you got to pay the refs to rig the game. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I get that, you. No. That, that's not what <laughs> no. she's doing, but she's having fun with it. And the kids love her lessons so much so that it caught the attention of some of the players of the Miami Dolphins and then the NFL. And they thought, well, why don't we get the biggest, most famous Miami Dolphin ever, Dan Marino, to send Mary Martinez a little video with a big announcement on it. Hey, Mary, how you doing? Hi, it's Dan Marino. You're going to Las Vegas. You got Super Bowl tickets. Go Fins. Go to the Super Bowl and have a great time, Mary. And the best thing about this is all of her kids in her classroom knew this was going to happen and didn't spill the beans to Mary. Oh, that's, they, that's a hard impossibility in itself. Yeah, they kept it a secret. Needless to say, Mary was blown away. Wait, what just happened? 
What just happened is Dan Marino gave you <laughs> Super Bowl tickets to go with your fiance to Las Vegas to watch the Chiefs against the 49ers. This is a little bit different than the plans she previously had for the big game. I was probably going to watch it on the couch with a bowl of ice cream. You know, now I get to be there. And I'm going to represent all the teachers. And there's no better representation than Mary Martinez, a teacher there at Pinecrest Elementary in Florida. And by the way, in case you're wondering, since the Kansas City Chiefs bounced her beloved Dolphins out of the playoffs during Wild Card Weekend, Mary will be rooting for the 49ers all the way. Class, class, it's Miss Martinez, and I'm heading to the Super Bowl. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B-105. Oh, what a treat we've got this morning. We have a mother of two, Pam, from Sharonville. She is the lunch lady at Princeton High School. Good morning, Pam. Hi, how are you? We're great. So what's on the menu today there at Princeton High School? Oh, it's Taco Thursday. Oh, oh, oh. all right, cool. So if all the students behave themselves, they get their tacos today. Oh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's have that dad joke of the day. Okay, did you hear about the guy who drank the invisible ink? No, we did not hear about the guy that drank the invisible ink. Well, he's at the hospital now waiting to be seen. Pam, great job. And if you go to Princeton High School today for Taco Thursday, make sure you give Lunch Lady Pam a high five as you go through the line. All right. Thanks, guys. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Time to welcome a new member into our B105 Country Club. And today it is Jim Powell from Independence. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. And welcome to the club, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, You've been listening to B105 for a long time. In fact, one of your best memories is something that I don't ever recall happening, but it happened with you and Statman. Maybe you can help us out here. What in the world is this monster truck show in Latonia all about? Yeah, dude, this was sketchy. (laughs) Yeah. To say the least. A sketchy monster truck show. Okay, In Latonia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's at the old Rob Key Chevrolet. This was one of the greatest and scariest remotes I've ever done. So they moved the cars out of the lot and had just a small area that they brought Bigfoot out in. Like oh. the Bigfoot. And then they just ran a caution tape around the parking lot and we all lined right. up along the caution tape. And this truck was going full speed. Speed ahead and slamming on the brakes right in front of kids. I mean, at any moment, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to hit somebody. I saw the exact same thing. It was, it was, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Sounds rowdy. Yeah, very rowdy. It was, um... Something Stat would be involved in. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, thankfully, nobody got run over yeah, that day. Oof. Yeah. It says here some interesting things about yourself that you're a sports card investor. So uh, you got some valuable ones. Uh, I have uh, Mickey Mantle, uh, a couple of his cards, and uh, Kobe Bryant. What, 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 Mickey cards. Mantle? That's Holy Grail. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's it's something I always wanted as a kid, and I was able to eventually uh, get one. So, what's your most valuable sports card? Well, my most valuable card is probably more emotional than it is. Like for the dollar, it's a Pete Rose autograph record breaker card that was there when uh, he broke the record. So. You were there? 
Yeah, I was there with my dad. Yeah. Oh, what my a great God. memory. Great, great memories. I got to tell you, Jim, I have some baseball cards still. I know the exact cards you're talking about. Record breaker at the top of it. And isn't he kneeling in the card? Um, I think he's kneeling or even swinging. I think he just took a swing. I can't remember. There was a couple yeah. of them that came out. I have both of them. But you have that right. autograph by Pete signed. Rose. Autographed and graded. Yeah, that's a great card. Nice. Cool. Well, along with the uh, baseball cards and like a love for baseball, you also have something else in common with Big Dave. Your uh, drink of choice. Oh yeah, I like the occasional Jack and Coke. <laughs> yep, sounds I'm, just like him. I'm Jack and Coke Zero because you know I got to watch my figure. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, something about him, isn't there, Jim? Yeah, right. And we threw a little Jaeger in there, too. Oh, Ooh, boy. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. You know, you're mixing Jaeger with your Jack and Cokes? <laughs> yeah. It kind of goes with everything. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So rowdy. Because my drink <laughs> it takes enough like cough medicine. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, Jim, welcome to the B105 Country Club, my Thank brother. Thank you very much, guys. You guys are great. You're going to get that jersey now that, uh, you know what, we'll autograph it if you want. It's not going to be as valuable <laughs> as Pete Rose's, but still. Hey, that's that's still great. I'll take it. Just like everybody else we welcome in, you get to get the next song on B105. What's it going to be? Uh, let's do a little whiskey glass. Okay. I will do it on one condition that you don't put any Jägermeister in it. <laughs> I can't make any promises. <laughs> right, here we go, buddy. Welcome to the All club, right. Jim. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.